Welcome to Off the Hour here on CKUT 90.3 FM. We are 24, 24 days into the month of April, and you're tuned into the Avalanche's special presentation of CKUT's Community News Department. The Avalanche seeks to cover issues affecting those with disabilities on today's show. We look at the role of sex workers and how they, they can help people with disabilities. We'll bring you an exclusive interview with Australian sex worker Rachel Watton uh, documented her sex work in the documentary Scarlet Road. The following broadcast contains explicit material unsuitable for minors. Well, my name's Rachel Watton. I come from Australia, from Sydney, and it's a real pleasure to be here in Montreal. I do a number of different things. Primarily, I'm a sex worker, and in late 2000, I was co-founder of an organisation called Touching Base, which brings people with disability and sex workers together. As we all know, people are very sexual human beings, and that includes people with disability, of course. But uh, for a lot of people in society, no one ever thinks about the sexual rights of people with disability. and one way that some people choose to explore their sexual expression and their sexuality is to actually go and see a sex worker. And so Touching Base, one of its roles is to kind of bridge the gap and to allow sex workers and people with disability to be able to connect up with each other and to also fight for each other's rights, our human rights, our industrial rights and our sexual rights. Yeah, it's like there's so much collection of rights with disabilities, people turn around saying, oh, disability people, we should not give them sex. Yesterday I saw a dreaming of Scarlet Road and like it was showing all the different things. Yeah, Scarlet Road has gone around the world, so in different yeah. festivals, hence me being here for the fantastic screening last night. And it follows myself and many other sex workers around the th some of the things that we do, including with Touching Base. Two of my clients are also interviewed and portrayed in the documentary. So Mark has cerebral palsy and John has MS. And they get a voice. They get a chance to be able to share their experiences and in what ways it's been really positive to be able to see a sex worker and some of the interactions that I've had with them over the years. So we always say it should never be the only option for people with disability when we're talking about people's sexuality but for some people people choose to see a sex worker and so we've tried through the documentary of Scarlet Road to be able to shine a light on some of the taboo subjects so yeah. as you say people don't talk about people with disability as sexual human beings and we really wanted to put the spotlight on that so how did you start uh, working with people with disabilities well i've been a sex worker for well over a decade now and really it's just i treat all of my clients with dignity and respect and i expect the same from them and some people just happen to have a disability and i just don't treat people any differently i treat them equally and the only difference is that is that you 
talk with your client about how you may need to adapt your service delivery. So if someone's legs don't move, then obviously there's certain positions you may not be able to do. If someone's arms don't move, then you can assist them with picking up their hands. So if they want to touch your breast or your skin or your hair, then you assist them with being able to have that tactile expression and and that experience so it's just a matter of changing what you would normally do but you're still treating the person as a human being oh that's good it's like i was talking when you have another guy sitting in a wheelchair and like he was talking about people like him are more going to sex workers and having problems finding people like that because you got that discrimination barrier like nobody overlooks the wheelchair or or the person cannot speak or like that. Yeah, there, there is lots of discrimination in society for people with disability and, and also obviously for sex workers as well. And that's one of the reasons why sex workers around the world are fighting for decriminalisation. It means that the regulatory model in which we're able to work, which is how, how I'm able to work in New South Wales, in Sydney, Australia, and also throughout all of New Zealand, with decriminalisation in place, we can start talking openly about these things. So Touching Base has been able to um, take on a life of its own for 11 years now due to the fact that we've got decriminalisation in New South Wales. So it's been fantastic to be able to openly talk. In South Wales, a a government turnaround decriminalise it. It would be what a lot of other governments even maybe Canada to decriminalise and give other people a chance. Oh, it would be fantastic if Canada could decriminalise the sex industry. I'm not too faithful of my Prime Minister, so... It just starts with one or two people starting a conversation and, you know, you with more and more people just becoming aware of it and people watching Scarlet Road around the yeah. world, more people have been emailing us and saying, well, yeah, this is something we should consider and we yeah. should support. Another thing to you in Scarlet Road there, and I think in the Q&A at Cinema Politica there, you were talking about the language of people like you You got the word sex worker instead of the other word. And a lot of disabilities, there's the R word, like it's called retard, which which a lot of people are using. There's cripple and all those negative. And it's it's amazing. You, you did something with disabilities and it's like, you know, there's so negativity to disabilities. Yeah, the, what we always say is there should be nothing about us without us, and yeah. that includes all marginalised communities. And what's important in society is that the rest of society should take our lead. The words that we want to use to describe ourselves should always be respected and should always be used. And yeah. if, if someone's not sure, then they can just ask. But, yeah, yeah I haven't heard the R word for many years, yeah. so I think that that's really saying something that maybe it's I'm like, just in really good circles. Thing but. too is... I look up to the African-Americans to get rid of the N-word. And there's an organization in the United States, it's called Best Buddies. They're fighting against that to take it away. The the bad thing is, I'm intellectual handicapped. The doctor still uses that. 
I think there's a big difference with someone um, reclaiming the word for themselves yeah. and other people using it as a throwaway term yeah. or a put-down term. Yeah. So I think yeah, there's a massive difference. So the media have often picked up that yeah. in the start of Scarlet Road, I'm wearing a T-shirt that has the word whore written on it. Now, we often talk about if someone calls me a whore, then I'm going to automatically assume that they are a sex worker because the only other person that should talk about me or to me using that word should be a peer yeah. um, otherwise I just pull people up and yeah. say uh, you know the preferred terminology that I'd like you to use is sex worker and sex industry and sex work it's like the polite way to do it I'm part of an organization like one organization for for intellectual handicaps and they use the the word caregiver and there's this other organization I know they use manager I don't mm -hmm. like manager I find caregiver is a nicer word to say. But, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because you're still an autonomous person and yeah. they're just supporting you. They're yeah. not managing you, like, like telling manager. you what to do. Uh, like I saw many different types of disabilities in the film. I, mm -hmm. I think I saw a CNI dog at the end and all that. So yes. there's much more different, different ones instead of severely palsy and MS and... Yes, yeah. yeah. And through some of the workshops that we do with Touching Base, we do two different kinds of workshops. One of them is for sex workers to be able to increase our skills and knowledge and our confidence in providing services to a whole range of people with different disabilities. And we talk a lot about the range of disabilities that, that people living with in society. And then on the other side, we're doing workshops for the disability community, so for mm. the support staff and of course they've got a lot of knowledge and experience in supporting a, a range of disabilities as well. It's interesting because I sometimes forget what the label or the disability is with my clients and yeah. I have to go back and say oh, I'm just I'm just curious what what is yeah, your disability because to me it's about how they move and how we interact and how I can best meet their needs and so yeah. the, the label to me is irrelevant. And it would be nice to knock down labels and like we're all human beings like that. Uh, uh, where did the film went? Uh, what places or what film festival? I know it was. Uh, I think it's the hot dog. Hot dogs. Hot dogs film festival in Toronto. Yes, it it had its international premiere at the Sydney International Film Festival. And as most of us were living in Sydney, that was a real highlight and fantastic yeah. to all be there together and celebrate the, the final achievement of the film coming together in such a way. Mm. Then it has come to Toronto for hot dogs. And mm. then it's also gone to South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. Mm. It's been to Sheffield Film Festival in the UK. Very recently, we won the Audience Award in Tahiti. Been to a lot of smaller festivals, other ones that were, they're the ones that mm -hmm. either the director or myself have attended. Mm. Um, certainly, it's had many screenings around America and around Australia. And mm. it's also been shown on TV in Canada, Australia, Poland and Switzerland. And we're still in the process of selling it to numerous other TV channels around the world. Where do you see this going to? Hopefully every 
country in the world <laughs> would be good. I think that it's still gaining momentum and we're still getting numerous emails from people around the world going, thank you very much. It's something that I've just never thought about before. Or I'm getting other emails from people around the world going, hi, my name's this, I have this disability, I'm this age, you know, can you come and visit me or do you know of any sex workers in my area? So on one hand, it's really good that people are acknowledging that they're sexual human beings and two, it's it's kind of sad that people are only now at those ages trying to start to find it and realising that they don't have any support. So it certainly started the conversations in many countries, which I think is fantastic. Uh, one question I asked my, my other colleague there, I might be going to embarrass him tomorrow. <laughs> How many, uh, like, uh, uh, those uh, strip joints have accessibility? Oh, this is my yeah. this is my station. It's it's all stuff talking about accessibility and like and I remember, uh, I think it's um, the, the the one with the severely palsy. His mom was talking about accessibility and all that. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, Elaine. Mark's mum is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, when she talks in the film about the first time she took him to a brothel in yeah. Sydney and they said it was accessible, but she had to carry him up the stairs. <laughs> and it is a big issue. And you know, we're still working through different things like that. So, yes, yeah, strip clubs, there's hardly any that have lifts. Um, sex yeah. shops. Um, they're always zoned upstairs or downstairs yeah. instead of just on ground floor. It's it's very it's difficult. Another thing to you, I think in the Q and A you were talking about like things, the pleasure stuff. There's no able pleasure stuff. Uh, there's a, a company in Melbourne, in Australia, which is actually set up by some a woman with a disability mm. who um, creates and sells fantastic uh, vibrators and and other sex aids um, for those with. Um, low levels of dexterity so I can't off the top of my head remember the name of it but uh, we, we hopefully it will be on the Touching Base website soon or you can email Touching Base uh-huh. info at touchingbase.org Yeah, funny, one time I'm part of this other group called Meeting and I was talking to somebody who does uh, ASL Mm-hmm. And she was talking about doing ASL for, for, for porno movies and all that. Oh, that was really was, good. It was, yeah. it was interesting to hear. So um, I just got to think a bit. Yeah, that's right. Do you want yeah. me to say where um, we're going next? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, so I'm in Montreal for another couple of days, and yeah. then I'm flying to to Vancouver, where oh. there'll be a screening on f- Saturday night, and then after that, I fly to Auckland, New Zealand, where the Edge Documentary Film Festival is on. Oh. So we're screening there on the twelfth, and then on the seventeenth of April, I'll be oh. there for a Q and A in the screening, and I think we're in the awards section as well. So stay tuned oh, for that's that. That's pretty good. And you can find out how we go through the Facebook page for Scarlet Road as well oh, yeah. and show your support that way. Yeah. And you, you, I like I saw Stella, you're doing like a talk about uh, touching bases or? Yes. Um, Stella has organized, it's a sex worker only presentation, yeah, so it's about peer education. Yeah. So I'll be able to meet up with some of the local sex workers, yeah. share my knowledge and experience, talk a bit more about touching base and also about Scarlet Road and mm-hmm. go from there and just share Is, experience. Uh, do you do training for like 
disability organizations or yes one of the workshops that i was telling you about with touching base sometimes we advertise the date and people from all different disability organizations send their staff oh. or sometimes we've coordinated with one specific disability organization that may be quite large and we'll go to their place it's like touching base at your yeah, place yeah. and we'll we'll do run the whole workshop for that day just with their staff. So we'll have 20 staff members in the day. Oh. So we've certainly been expanding from just Sydney and we've yeah. been um, providing the workshops in different places around Australia. Yeah. We're still a primarily a volunteer organisation. I yeah. mean, people can show their support through donations online yeah. and also becoming individual members or associations can become associate members. Okay, how does somebody come and do a donation or something if they're interested in this mm -hmm. or, or something like that? If you go to our website, touchingbase.org, uh, then you'll see the Donate Now button and you'll be able to look at the different options in terms of um, and like BPay the, and PayPal yeah. and um, credit card. And they search that through the internet, like through Google and all that? Or well, just www.touchingbase.org. Okay, yeah, so, so like that, uh, mm -hmm. is there anything else you would like to add? Thank you for having me. It's, oh, it's always it's no a pleasure. Problem. And problem. hopefully I'll be yeah. able to come back to Canada sometime. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, one day maybe, you know, I'll be able to get a working visa and come back in a yeah. decriminalised setting and be able yeah, to work yeah. as a sex worker here. Yeah, I heard <laughs> Stella does a lot of protests and all that. A lot of, yeah, yeah. a lot more support is needed yeah. for the sex workers of Canada. Yeah, it's all like that. So thanks a lot, and I, I'm glad you came for the interview. Uh, a little bit late. I just discovered this a couple days ago and like that, so. My pleasure. Thanks Thank for having you. me. Okay, no problem. Bye. Okay.